When we think about Shemos, it should be synonymous with names, because after all, Shemos is the Hebrew word for names. The parsha begins, rightfully so, with the names of the Shvatim, which we should all know by now, but then it reverts to a no-name policy. It doesn't list the names of Amram and Yocheved, who gave birth to this baby boy named Moshe. There's no mention of sister Miriam, or the daughter of Paro, for that matter. So what's going on? Why are we not sharing anyone's names anymore? So let's look at Pasuk Beis and Perak Beis. It says in the Pasuk of Atero Soki Tovu, so she, which we're assuming refers to Yocheved, she saw him, Kitovu, that he was good, Vatitzbenehu Shloshi Yerachim, and she goes on to hide him for three months. So when the Torah talks about how Amram and Yocheved gave birth to baby Moshe, they saw that he was good, and they hid him for three months. What does it mean that they saw that he was good? And, if that's the case, wouldn't it be more fitting to name him Tovya or Tov? The name Moshe was made up by Basparo. Lastly, the Rashbam seems to wonder why is it that because he was good, he was hidden for three months. Would she have not had hidden him if he was not good? He was her baby. And how would they know whether he was good other than what we know in terms of Drush, which mentions earlier that either he was born with a bris already, or that he filled the world with light, or that they saw that he's going to become a future Navi. So the Archim suggests a shot which I'd like to elaborate on a bit. The Egyptians began counting the days or the months that Yocheved was pregnant, and assumed that they would check back after the usual nine-month period. Moshe was a preemie, and he came out after six months. Yocheved was concerned that maybe it was a miscarriage, but when she saw that he was indeed Sholem, it was a viable child, he was complete, she said he was good, and then she began the process of hiding him for three months in case the Egyptians would come looking to see what kind of baby she had. This way she could say it was a miscarriage, or that the midwives had already thrown him into the waters. So the Torah uses the word tov instead of shalim, which would make more sense according to Pshat. The Orchaim adds that after Adam Arishon sinned with the Eitz he pulled the Arla over himself, which figuratively meant that now he had an element of evil as part of him. The bad, so to speak, had become embedded into his psyche and has been passed down ever since. I believe that all the guys and the subterfuge of the names at the beginning of the Parsha is certainly intentional. It reflects our humble beginning, so to speak. So we as Jews, we try not to show off, and we also try to keep our names hidden until the time is ripe. In Moshe's case, although he was born already with a bris, people would assume that he was already perfect, and there is no room for growth. And this is antithetical to Torah Judaism. There is always room for growth. Therefore, the name Moshe, given by Basparo, stuck, reflecting the humble beginnings of being born amongst reeds in the sea, and the need for Moshe to be the low-keyed leader that he became, as we know that Moshe was unav Mikol Adam, the most humble of all men. This is why the early events in Moshe's life are not well known. We're not told much about Amram or Yocheved, let alone their names, or Miriam or Basparo. So Yocheved saw in the future that Moshe would be great and become a Navi, so she hides him until his 
he's ready to show his true greatness. This is a great lesson to all of us that sometimes we have to appreciate our humble beginnings and we are not always ready to say that we're perfect individuals. We have to work on ourselves. We have to constantly be in growth mode. If we stop and we stand still and say that I am who I am, we're never going to grow. We can never be settling for the idea that I am who I am and I finished this parsha where I finished this Masechta, so why, where else can I go? There's so much more room for growth. So I believe that Parsha Shemos is really telling us with all the guise of keeping the names hidden that there is a hidden agenda in Judaism, and that is that we need time to grow. We need to be patient and watch our children, watch our spouses, watch all the people around us grow and to become the great people that they are destined to become. Have a wonderful Shabbos.